Hello, and welcome back to Bestie Chats with Soph. I'm your host, Sophia Panella, and I'm so happy to have you here. This episode is sponsored by Legion Athletics. Legion is the number one best-selling brand of all natural sports supplements with over 400,000 customers served and 3 million bottles sold. But you guys know how I roll. I'll be honest in telling you that supplements are not going to be the end solution to reaching your goals. And let me make it clear that you do not need supplements in order to reach your goals. Supplements are to be used if there are spaces in your diet that need to be filled or if you're deficient in any vitamins and minerals. That's where dietary supplements will help you out. Legion has been the only supplement company that doesn't leave me feeling like garbo, and that's because it's all natural supplements, and better yet, they're all backed by research and science. Like, it doesn't get better than that. My favorite products from Legion I use every day are their original grains, the peach ring pre-workout flavor, I'm not joking, you guys, it literally tastes like the peach rings candy, and both the grass-fed whey and vegan cinnamon cereal protein powder, best protein powder of all time. Both, both of them. They're so good. You can go to www.legionathletics.com and take the quiz to see what supplements will best fit you towards reaching your goals. And don't forget to use code Sophia at checkout. Okay, you guys, we're going to get deep. We're going to get deep on today's episode. I'm going to share with you some personal and intimate things about myself and my family. Tis the season, right? Because when it's a holiday season, you're probably going to be around family more. Shit gets brought up. Drama happens. All the different things. I feel like it's the right time to talk about this. But also because it's this experience that I've gone through recently. I need to know if any of you guys can relate to it. I need to know if this is something that you are going through or have experienced yourself. Because it's something that's consumed my thoughts. And you know me. This is my inner monologue here, my podcast, my TikTok. This is like thoughts that I have in my head that I have a platform that I get to share with you guys, okay? So recently, very recently, in the past six months, I have come to a level of understanding of my parents, specifically my mother, that I've never had in my life and that I never thought... I I would ever have. And it's not something that I'm like, oh, I was sitting there before where I'm like, oh, I wish that I can understand my parents. It just kind of happened over the past six months. And I'm looking back and I'm like, wow, okay, something has changed. Maybe it's because my frontal lobe is like almost fully developed. I feel that shift. I really do. I can't describe it, but I feel like my frontal lobe has either developed or it's almost there because the way that I think about things now is like different. And the way that I see things is different. Am I crazy? I don't know. But I have come to a level of understanding of my parents that I've never had before in my life. And I think it's because I'm almost 25. Cue the quarter life crisis. Okay. I'm allowed to have a quarter life crisis very soon. Come January 23rd. Where's my Aquarius babies at? Okay. Um, but I'm almost 25 and, you know, I'm really old now, right? Like old and decrepit. And I now look back on how I was raised and what area I was raised in and how my parents raised me and all the different things. I've just been analyzing that a lot recently, I think. And it's really 
shifted my perspective on kind of a lot of things, right? It's like the nature versus nurture thing where you don't know how you're being raised until you're out of that area and you maybe get a little bit more life experience, whether that's going to college in a different town or a different state. And then maybe you visit your friends, your new friends that you've made in colleges, families and see where they were raised and meet their parents. And you start to like grow up and meet other people and experience other families and people. And then it makes you kind of like look back at how you were raised and you're like, whoa, right? You're like, okay, these are things that I definitely want to implement when I have kids and I how I want to raise my kids. And these are things and experiences that I went through or whatever that I know that I don't want my kids to go through or I won't raise my kids in in that way, right? Like you come to this level of understanding. Am I crazy? Am I the only one going through this? Maybe I am. Here I am in my motherfucking echo chamber of all of my thoughts. <laughs> Don't worry, you guys. The new year is going to be so fun. There's going to be a lot more fun things going on, more guests, more things people that I can share my ideas with. Okay. So you won't just be getting just me for, for much longer, but anyways, this is kind of, I guess, just what I've been going through recently. Okay. And I want to kind of explain to you and share with you and open up a little piece of me and share a little bit more personal, intimate details of my life and also my parents as well. And I've already asked permission of my mom. We've had multiple chats and whatever. And she's totally okay. I'm like, what can I share mom? And she's like, you can share it all. Like, I don't give a fuck. So let's start from the beginning. My mother was born and raised in New York. Okay. Which if you know anybody from New York, you know, they're crazy. However, to double, triple that she was born and raised in Long Island. Okay. So if you take a New Yorker and multiply that by a fucking million, there's your Long Islanders. Okay. And that is my mother. Very much a different breed. They just are. It's specifically New York. It's not Northeast. It's New Yorkers that are a different breed. Okay. So imagine just a classic New Yorker, Polish woman. That is who my mother is. Okay very outgoing, outspoken, opinionated, will tell you she doesn't like you to your face, will tell you the truth. She is, she's, my mom always said, you can't bullshit a bullshitter. You can't get any lies past her and she'll tell you exactly how it is to your face. There's no hiding anything. There's no underlying message. There's no beating around the bush. It's from point A to point B with my mother. And My mom, as a New Yorker, raised my sister and I in Northern California, more specifically, to be very specific, Danville, California is where I was like raised, okay? Like Walnut Creek area, but more specifically Danville, which is East Bay area, so 35 minutes east of San Francisco, okay? My mom as a New Yorker raising my sister and I in that area. Now, let me tell you this. Very different. Okay. And I knew my mom was a different breed when I was young. I didn't understand why, but I knew that she was different from all the other moms 
that we're out there. Not different in a bad way, just different, period, end of story, all right? Where I was raised, you guys, this is just factual. This is not like a poor me pity card by any means. So fucking grateful for the area that I was raised in. It was so nice, safe, wonderful. Wouldn't trade it for the world. But where I was raised was a very she-she, white picket fence, everything is perfect, everyone is perfect, nobody does anything wrong, there's many, many secrets that are pushed and swept under the rug, everyone is perfect. You care about, like everyone cared about what car they drove, what house they had, you know, what clothes they wore, all the different things, what sports teams their kids were on, if they made varsity, if they made GV, JV, if they're going to, an, uh, like they have to go to a really amazing college. If anybody was going to a community college, it was kind of like, oh, oh, okay. Which by the way, fucking community college rocks. If I did it over, I would have done all of my gen edits at a fucking community college to not be in student debt right now, okay? Like for real, that is where I grew up. I didn't know any different, okay? That's how I thought the entire world was, right? Like that's how I thought every place was. When you're growing up, you're like, this is how everything is. This is how it is. You don't know any different. I moved around a lot when I was a kid, but in the same area, okay? That's where I grew up. So if you take a Polish woman, Polish Long Islander from New York, like straight up classic woman and and drop her into the most opposite setting, that is how my sister and I grew up. So we were like definitely raised in a different way than a lot of my friends, okay? And I knew that my mom was different when I was around my friends as parents and my mom was not like that. Okay. She was not very much like everything has to be fucking perfect and there is nothing wrong ever. And their kid is the next coming of Jesus. That's how it was. Everyone's kid is perfect. This is my mom. Okay. Here we go. My mom doesn't believe in participation awards. She doesn't think that everybody deserves to get a participation award. Ricky Bobby said it, said it best. If you ain't first, you're last. That was my mom. She was like, okay, you get first place, second place, third place. If not, then that then that's it. Like you just, you didn't win. You win or lose. That's it. There's not, everybody is amazing at everything. Not everybody deserves a participation award. Some of you may agree with that. Some of you may disagree with that. Okay. I am going on the side of, I do agree with that. A for effort. Hey, A for effort. You did it. Right. But like, not everybody needs a participation award. Okay, this is me hot take. This is me hot take. This is my mother. That's that's how she was. All right. And when you come to certain ages in your life and you start growing up, you become you go from being a child and looking through looking at your parents through childlike lenses to growing into being an adult, a young adult. And now that you are in the real world and you're experiencing real life things, then you start to look at your parents through adult lenses, okay? Am I fucking crazy for saying this? Please somebody tell me that they're maybe thinking about this too, or maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. But now I'm looking at my parents through adult-like lenses. They're my friends. They're my friends. And I'm very, very, very lucky and fortunate that my family's very close. My parents are close. They've got a great, healthy relationship. My sister's my best friend. I talk to my mom all the time. She's one of my close friends too. And I've always been a daddy's girl. 
Okay. We're very close. The four of us are very like a tight knit group. And I'm very fortunate for that because not very many people have that. And I totally 100% understand that. Um, but realizing that like, it's like going from that transformation of like your parents are your parents to your parents are your parents and friends. And I teetered that line a lot in high school. My mom, her name is Sue. Shout out to Sue motherfucking Pinella. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. Um, Polish queen right there. She was known as mama Sue to all of my friends and my sister's friends. And I teetered the line of, of confusing mother and friend a lot. My mom didn't, but I did. Okay. Because like, for example, the night that I lost my virginity, my mom was the first person that I told, like I told her that night. Okay. Um, that's like, I've always shared, my mom knows everything about me. I've always shared those things. We've always had an open level of communication. My my parents instilled a very open level of communication, sex, drugs, alcohol were always topics of conversation that we, that we went over to make sure that my sister and I were safe and we were educated and we were making the right choices. It wasn't something that like, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do this. It's wrong, wrong, wrong. It's okay. Listen, you're going to do these things in high school. We were young ones too. I want you to be educated about it. I want you to be safe about it. Here's safe ways to go about this, about that. Here's the do's. Here's the don'ts. Capiche? That was my parents. My dad always had a rule. He he was like, I don't care where you are, what state of mind in it you are in, what you've done, what happened, any time of the day or time of the night, if you are in trouble or you are not in a safe place or you're in an uncomfortable position, you call us and we will pick you up. It doesn't matter where you are, how far you are. We will come get you. We won't talk about it on the drive home and you'll go to sleep and we'll talk about it the next day. No big deal. Okay. That was how my parents were. So there's a level of communication that was established very early on. As soon as my sister and I could speak, we were ordering our own food at the table. My parents never ordered for us. As soon as we could speak and hold conversations, my parents talked to my sister and I like we were young adults, okay? That is how we were raised. Tough love from my mother, though, okay? Tough love. She's a tough fucking cookie, and you couldn't bullshit a bullshitter, and you could not bullshit my mom. She told us straight up the truth always, and I realized that's not how a lot of other parents went about things. And it's not like there's a good and bad way. I can't speak about parenting because I don't have a kid. Okay. So like, I know nothing about parenting when it comes to that, but just realizing and comparing, I guess, the way that I was raised and the type of mother that my mom was compared to some people that I knew growing up. One of my only, like my best friend, who's been my best friend since diapers, she what is my best friend for a reason? It's because her mom is also from New York. So that it just, what the fuck is in the waters over there? You guys, it's like this level, this energy, it's like this energy that they have. And that's why she's my best friend. She was raised very similarly. Her mom gives off the same energy as my mom that other moms just did not give off in the bubble. Like we were raised in such a fucking bubble. And I'm, I am not like, I don't have any desire to move back to California ever. Um, I mean, Nash and I just need a break from the West Coast. Like we've lived on the West Coast our whole lives. We're young. We want to see other parts of the country and like get to experience new things, which is why we're moving. Um, but yeah, it's just like not, it's not a place that I would raise my kids. I mean, back though, when I was growing up in the early 2000s, like 
super different than what it is now. It's like the same, but different. Like a lot has changed in the area. It's, it's just a lot different. A lot more people live there, a lot more expensive. It's just really, it's just a lot. It's a lot there. Um, but anyways, so realize, and like, it's like these things that I'm looking back on and realizing I'm like, okay, the way that I was raised versus my friends. And I can really start to understand it a lot more. And when you reach certain ages in your life that you know that your parents have gone through when they were that age, okay, your parents go through things in life too. Like they grew up, they were kids, teenagers in their twenties once too. And it's crazy when you reach an age that your parents went through something traumatic at, okay? Or maybe not traumatic, but just a big life thing. For example, this is not my mom. She had us when she was in like um, her 30s, like my sister and I, she had us when she was in her 30s. But for example, if your mom was 22 years old when she had you and then you just turned 22, you're sitting there and you're like, holy shit. I don't even know the difference between left and motherfucking right. And my mom already had me at this age. Like what in the world, right? It's like you start to reach ages where your parents went through big life things. And when you reach that age, it it's a little bit like, whoa, it kind of like puts life into a different perspective. Okay. So I didn't understand my mom growing up a lot. And this is a part of girlhood and womanhood. And this is a part of when you are a daughter and you have a mother, okay? The daughter-mother relationship is that parts of my life growing up, I didn't understand my mom. I didn't understand why she was so different than my friend's mom's growing up. And I know this maybe sounds crazy. Okay. And it wasn't like something that I thought about all the time when I was a kid, but I just knew, I just knew. And all of my sister's friends and my friends would come over just to talk to mama Sue because they just, my mom is a very real, we'll give it to you straight, grounded individual. There is never any bullshit with my mom. So any boy drama or friend drama or family drama or whatever that my friends and especially a lot of my sister's friends would have, they would literally drive to our house just to talk to my mom. Not even to talk to like my sister and I, it was to talk to my mom to get some advice because she would always fucking tell you the truth. Always. Okay. And that's just how my sister and I were raised. For example, let me just give you some, some tidbits, okay, of how my mom was growing up. If it was a one morning kind of thing, there wasn't like counting to a hundred. There wasn't like a three strike rule. It was a one strike rule with my mother. She goes, for example, this was Christmas Eve. I was young. Um, it was like later in the evening. Okay. So presents were already, this wasn't like the beginning of the night, right? This was like later in the evening. We were probably getting ready to leave in the next like couple hours anyways, after all the celebrations, I was, you know, being a pain in the ass. My mom used to call me a pita pain in the ass. Everything my mom said, don't do, I would do. That's just who I was. Okay. It's make me who I am today. Thank you. My mom said, if you don't stop doing that, we're leaving. So what did I do? I continued to do it. And we left within minutes. We left. My dad's name is Mark. And she goes, all right, Mark. She's like, get the kids. Let's go. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I don't my mom's like, no, too late, too late. Sorry. I told you no. I said, if you didn't stop doing this, we were going to leave. We're leaving now. And 
whether you think that parenting is good or not, whatever. But guess what? Never fucking did it again. Never did it again. I always tested the boundary and I always learned my lesson the hard way with my mother. We batted heads a lot. And that's just because of, I think, who I am as a person. My mom and I have a lot of similarities. And that's like who, just who, who I was. And it was not like there was no, it was just tough love kind of stuff, right? Learn my lesson the hard way. My mom, I would never brush my hair. I hated fucking taking a shower and brushing my hair as a kid. Okay. My mom said, if you don't brush your hair, you are going to get a mat and we are like a mat in your hair and we're going to have to chop your hair off. So what did I do? Didn't brush my fucking hair and I got a huge mat in it. So what did she do? She took scissors and chopped all my hair off. She had to, she had to, because I had a huge knot under, it was like underneath in the back of my head. So it wasn't like you could see, I wasn't walking around looking like, you know, I just was rolling out of bed, although I probably did, but like it was underneath my hair and it was so bad that it was past the point of like putting any kind of deep conditioning treatment in it or detangler to try to get it out. Like we've all kind of been there where we've probably had to cut out a piece of our hair because the mat or the knot or whatever was so bad. There was no way going around it. Okay. So that's what she did. That is how my mother, shout out Mama Sue, raised us. I've mentioned her a lot on my podcast before. She's like kind of the mother that everybody needed, you know, tough love though, tough cookie. So anyways, circling back to when you go through, like, I guess that gives you like a little better of of an understanding of maybe why I am the way I am. And also like my mother. Okay. So when you reach a point in life where you go through, like reach certain ages that, you know, your parents went through some tough shit, you're like, whoa, I could never imagine that. Okay. So Now I understand my mother because she lost her parents when she was 22 and 23 years old within like 20 months of each other. She lost both of her parents to cancer. Her dad died first and to my understanding, didn't really tell the family that he was as sick as he was kind of traumatic. He ended up passing. Then my mom's mom already who had cancer, she went back into remission and she ended up passing away and lost, you know, her life to, to cancer within a year, little over a year and a half of each other. My mom had to bury her mother on her 24th birthday. Okay. I'm about to turn 25. And I sit here and I'm like, wow, holy fucking shit, right? Insane. I, I can't even, I can't even fathom that. And she is the oldest of three sisters. So she had to take care of everything. You know, it's not like when somebody passes, you say your goodbyes and that's it. There's so much shit that you have to deal with when somebody passes. Like, all the assets, the money, the legalities of everything. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. It's not something that's very short and easy. It's like a prolonged grieving process and healing process. And about, oh gosh, 12, 13 years ago, her youngest sister also passed due to cancer. So now it's just her and her middle sister, my aunt, left. And that's it. 
And when she married my dad, okay, my dad comes from, I don't want to say a broken family necessarily, but mother kind of left the picture. His dad remarried and and you combine, they combined two families, my dad's family and then his stepmom's, my step-grandma essentially's family, okay? Now, I know a lot of you guys can probably relate to this, but when you marry into, when you marry somebody or you, whatever you decide to do, whether you get married or not, when you marry somebody, you marry their family. And in the hope and the goal and the American fucking dream is marrying into a family and they become your family too. They're like your second set of parents, right? They help you raise your kids. They're there for you. They're, they're your second set of parents. You get like two sets of parents, right? That's the ideal goal. Is that everybody? Is that what happens to everybody? <laughs> no, but that's the ideal goal. So my mom, she's an, an orphan at this point, right? Marries my dad. And like many of you probably doesn't receive the support that and the love that she thought she would. Okay. So long story short, she raised my sister and I completely fucking alone. She had nobody, you guys. She did not have a home base. She didn't have a mother to call and be like, oh my God, how did you do it? Or, hey, can you watch the kids? She had no help. Obviously, my dad was there. He he raised us too. Do you know what I mean? But like my mom had no home base. She All the holidays was not spent with her family. They were all of her extended family was in New York, um, which a lot of them have also passed from cancer as well. Runs rampant on my mom's side. Um, and her sister lives in Wisconsin. So there was never a way for, for them to see each other. Like it just was not really feasible financially and stuff. And so she was alone. She was completely alone. And that's not something that I realized until recently. I knew it growing up. I knew that I didn't have grandparents. I knew that my mom's parents died when she was young, but I never really fully understood what that meant. And my mom, after this, after a very traumatic experience of her parents passing, and and she's been through a lot of other traumatic things in her life, but this is something that's like unfathomable that happens at such a young age within a year and a half of each other, horrible, really, really changed her. Of course, you're not going to be the same after an experience like that, but it really, I think, hardened her up and it made her sad, angry a little bit and very, very lonely. And like, I think she like replicated that into the way that she raised my sister and I. So about three months ago, two and a half months ago, I actually had a phone call. And this is kind of what really started this whole thought process. I've been sitting on this thought process for a couple months now. And I had a phone call with my mom. I I talk with her a couple times a week. And it was a conversation that got very deep out of nowhere. And we talked for like two and a half hours. It was a Wednesday night. I remember Nash was at class. I was home alone. We talked for almost three hours. And it just was a it was like a life-changing conversation and a whole perspective shift. And then a couple weeks later, I was really struggling mentally, felt very lonely and just was super homesick. So I decided to last minute fly out to see my parents in Nashville and spend a weekend with them. 
And my mom and I had another like three hour conversation where we really kind of, I really kind of asked my mom about just growing up. And it's like, I've known things about my mom, but we really, I just talked to my mom like she was a friend. And I was like, you know, I asked her some tough questions about whether she fully healed, you know, from her parents passing and whether she was fucking okay, you know, because she only had my dad. And while that is definitely a support that you need, like your partner, you, you need that support from your partner. That's what they're there for. Right. She had nobody else. She had nobody else. She didn't really have my dad's family to be able to get help with my sister and I, she fully did it on her own. And like, she didn't have her mom to call. And it's like, oh my God, like, don't, don't mind me. I'm getting a little choked up right now. Everyone's fine. This is like a therapy session. Fuck. But like, I think about that now. I'm like, I couldn't fucking imagine. I could not imagine and fathom that. So now that I am in my twenties and only just getting older, I'm now seeing my mom as an adult and as a friend and as a human fucking being, as opposed to my mother. Okay. Like she's always going to be my mother, but now understanding her on a different level has completely changed my relationship with my mother and also with my parents. I know this is like, I'm talking a lot about my mother in the podcast episode is called understanding your parents, but there's also a lot of things with my dad too, that I won't, I won't air out here, but like under, I've understood the way that my dad is too. And, 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 understood all the different things that he went through as a kid, childhood trauma, right? And how that is when you grow up and how much that affects you and the nature versus nurture thing and how you are nurtured and different things that you go through as a kid fucking changes you, right? And my mom told me something that kind of made me sad, but it it made me understand, again, it made me understand her and the way that she raised my sister and I on a whole different level is that she said, I raised your sister and you like I was getting ready to leave you guys because she also had to go through the experience of reaching the ages that her parents were when they died, right? So she was afraid, very afraid that she was not going to be able to make it past those ages because her parents didn't. She never got to see her parents in their 60s, in their 70s, and take from the way that they went about life and how they developed. You learn from that, right? You learn from your parents or from elders or people who you view as your parents in life. When they grow up, you're like, okay, you kind of like fall in their footsteps, but you kind of like learn from them. She didn't have that. They only lived to a certain point, you know, late 40s, early 50s was when they both had passed. And so my mom was like, I don't know if I'm going to fucking make it past those ages. So I'm raising you and your sister like it's my last day on earth. I'm raising you and your sister like I am giving you every single thing that you need and every tool and everything that I've learned in the way that I was raised. I'm, I'm giving that to you because I don't know how much longer I have, which is it's sad, you know, but it's totally understandable. It's totally understandable because that was the end for, for her parents. It was, that was the ages that they lived to. And she's like, I don't know if I'm going to live past that. I don't know what's going to happen to me. Same thing could happen to me. Right. And also with her sister, her sister passed when she was in her, uh, 
late 30s, early 40s, right? So reaching those, it's just, it's a lot. And this is kind of like a deep episode. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm so sorry. But that's like kind of the understanding that I've had recently with my parents. And I have this whole new appreciation of my mother and of my parents. And I'm not saying that you have to look at your parents and what they did growing up or how they went about things. You, it, It's okay because I'm, I'm not like excusing any actions of of any parents, but I definitely encourage you if you have the opportunity to, not everybody is close with their family. Totally get that. This is not going to be something that everybody feels comfortable doing or has the opportunity to do, or maybe your parents aren't around just like my mom. Excuse me. But I really encourage you if you have the option and you have that kind of relationship to get to know your parents as friends because you just, you don't know when shit is just gonna happen. I don't want to make this all morbid, but tis the season, right? Like it's the holiday season. The stress comes with families and and shit hits the fan, right? I really encourage you to get to know your, your parents as, as friends, get to know them a little bit. They don't have to be your best friend, but just get to know them a little bit better because it'll make you appreciate and understand them on a level that I don't think you even knew was possible because I didn't know it was possible. And I know that my level of understanding of my parents is going to be completely different too when I have kids and I realize all these different things, right? And I've got little humans and I'm like, holy shit, now it makes sense why my mom did that or why my mom, you know, went about things that way. Like I fucking get it, right? So I just really encourage you, I guess the point of this episode is to I don't know. Talk to your parents. Reach out or whoever was a parental figure in your life, whoever raised you, talk to them and get to know them a little better. Give give your parents a phone call. Give your mom a phone call, give your dad a phone call and just ask them how they're doing because you just never know when they're not going to be there for you anymore. Do you know what I mean? I'm so sorry this is a sad episode, but this is I guess just what I've been thinking, you know, that I share my inner thoughts. This is what this whole fucking podcast is about. But I, yeah, I just came to that realization and I'm starting to understand my parents on a different level through, through more adult lenses. And I'm glad that I am. I think I needed this for sure. It's like kind of healing a little bit of like my inner child, you know, a little bit, not that like my inner child's a little demon, although apparently she was a pita pain in the ass. But it's kind of like it makes you just look back at how you were raised and the environment you were raised in and why your parents did certain things, whether it was right or wrong. You just have a level of understanding and you're like, okay, this kind of makes sense to me, right? Um, and I think that can help a lot with relationships, with family relationships and, and stuff. And it makes you just realize that no family's perfect. No human being is perfect. You are not, you're not going to do things the right way. Always. You're not going to raise your kids the right way as always. You at least just wake up. My mom always said, she's like, there's some days where I just didn't, I was not really a good mom, but I woke up the next day and I was like, okay, I'm going to be a better mom than I was yesterday. And she, 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 you know, she's told me that. And she's like, that just, it happens. It's part of motherhood. And, and there's some days where you just go off and then you shouldn't have, but you did and you, you learn from it and you wake up and you're like, Hey, I'm going to be a better mom than I was, you know, yesterday. And not that I know, cause I'm not a mom, but just for any of my mom is out there, 
who maybe are struggling or maybe anybody out there who has struggles with relationships with their family and connecting with their mom. You know, it's a mom-daughter relationship is fucking tough. It's really tough. And it's a it's a hard experience. It's like a lot of good, you know, a lot of good days that you have and it's cool when you are close to your mom, but it's not an easy relationship. Being mother-daughter relationships aren't easy by any means, right? So I really encourage you if maybe you're struggling with with a relationship with your family or with your parents or maybe even with your mom. I really encourage you to just get to know them because I didn't. And not that I needed to, you know, sit down when I was fucking 14 years old and be like, mom, tell me about yourself. I want to understand you. I wasn't, I wasn't concerned about that. Right. Like the world revolved around me when I was a little kid. Right. But like, I encourage you now, as you are getting older to get to know your parents, get to know them because you'll be surprised at how much they'll share with you. Even if they weren't very open when, when they raised you, they might be a little bit more open now, kind of like how my mom is. She's always been very open with my sister and I, but I asked the right questions to my mom and we really opened up a new chapter of our relationship that I didn't know was possible. Because like I said, my mom and I butted heads a lot when I was when I was a teenager, especially because I was just a fucking pain in the ass. That's just how I was. Um, always respectful, always well-mannered, always. But like with my mom, sometimes I crossed that line of like disrespect of not... It wasn't like intentional necessarily, but my mom's like, okay, remember that I'm your mother and I'm, I'm not your friend right now. I'm like, okay, cool. But now, now we're friends. So yeah, I don't know. That's, uh, that's all I got for you guys today. I know that that was kind of deep, but long story short, if you have the opportunity to, I know not everybody does. And my heart goes out to you. If you don't have your mom, if you don't have your dad, if you don't have parental figures in your life, my heart goes out to you. I love you. I know the holidays can be a really tough time when it comes to that for many, many reasons, Um, but get to know, get to know your parents, get to know them, you guys, because they are probably willing to share more than you think that they are. And maybe if you weren't close with them growing up and didn't understand them, why not get to know them now, you know, and ask the right questions when it comes to getting to know them. And that's woof. That's what I am leaving you guys with today. I'm sorry if this was a deep episode, But it feels good getting that off my chest because I've been kind of thinking about it. And I'm like, I wonder if anybody else is kind of seeing their parents through different, like through a different light. And I just, yeah, I don't know. I I hope maybe some of you guys are going through this too. Let me know if you have. My DMs are always open. Let me know if you're going through this experience too. And and that's what, that's my little tidbit of advice. Um, And I encourage you, I encourage you to do that for sure. So anyways, um, if you celebrate Thanksgiving, you guys, happy Thanksgiving um, and safe travels, happy holidays um, for, for all you guys traveling this next week. I love you guys. I love you guys. And thank you. Thank you for creating a safe space for me and allowing me to get this off my chest and to be able to share this with you guys. I really, really appreciate it. And I love y'all and I'll talk to you soon.